When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the man that loves his tennis and his footy, we're talking Wimbledon and Novak Djokovic. Can anybody stop him? Let's welcome Brett Phillips. Hi, Brett. How are you? Yeah, David Blighty. Good to speak to you guys. Yeah, that is the question, isn't it? Um, and he, he's looking the goods. Uh, obviously, the curfew came into place uh, last night. He was a couple of sets up, one, two tiebreakers. Think back to the French Open when he won a few years ago. Anytime he was taken to a tiebreak, Novak Djokovic, he didn't make one unforced error. It's <laughs> like... You know, it's like you get level pegging at three-quarter time and then he just piles eight goals on you in the last quarter and just blows you out of the water. You go and sit in your chair and you think, gee, I just went toe-to-toe with one of the greatest for an hour. I was right there and I was crunched in about three minutes. And this is what Djokovic does to you. And what's interesting now is, I mean, Carlos Alcaraz, you know, he's number one in the world, so he deserves to be spoken about highly and is a real contender uh, to maybe upstage uh, Novak. Who knows? But... The guy who made a statement over the weekend, the big Italian, Matteo Berrettini, dispensed our very own Alex Dimonor and then uh, crushed Alexander Zverev, former world number three. But he'd lost his mojo a bit, Berrettini. 38 in the world coming in. Only played 17 matches this year, had some injuries. He's back crushing those forehands again. And he made a Wimbledon final two years ago. He could beat Elkaraz tonight. Mm. That's going to be one of the matches of uh, day eight. Hey, when they talk about professionalism and Djokovic and fitness, he's getting older, but he still covers the court so well. Where is he in the list of players? We hear about Penderbury and Boke in, in AFL. Is he right up there? Look, I think this is uh, this is a thing that will set him apart uh, when it's all said and done, Dave. The uh, Djok- uh, sorry, Federer and Nadal. I mean, I don't think I've come across anyone in tennis as meticulous as Djokovic with diet. Uh, physical preparation. I mean, he's obviously very lean, cut very lean, uh, but he is so fastidious. And we know through the whole COVID period, anything that goes into his body, he triple checks. Uh, He's always looking for that 1% edge. Uh, He dots the I's, he crosses the T's. And look, you know, if he does stay healthy at 37, 38, these records are going to be blown out the door by some margin. Uh, But, you know, as we know, the body can just break down, can't it, in an instant. And, you can't get back. But Djokovic right now, he's, he's covering the ground like a gazelle. Yeah, and I noticed, Brett, that he he won both the tiebreakers 8-6. So it's, so it's not a walkover by any means. It's just those two extra points that the great ones always seem to find. A bit like Igor Sviontek last night, the world number one, uh, Bly. So she's facing two match points against her and she closed her eyes. She, you know, she has a full-time psychologist on the road with her eager and she... She wins that mind battle and she said, OK, well, I'm either out of the tournament or I've got to come up with something pretty special. And uh, the bench should have just allowed that little opening and she went for break. She painted the lines, uh, played with the small margins, but can just hit that type of shot, whether it's that cross-court backhand or one up the line, it'll be the, the, the smallest difference of winning or losing a point. And uh, once she saved those two match points, as we saw Serena do all throughout her career when she was on the canvas, gone, uh, uh, setting a breakdown and uh, heading into the locker room, uh, they find a way to get up. And yes, yeah, Fiontech now. I mean, I think she convinced me last night that 
she maybe deservedly um, deserves favouritism, even though the grass hasn't been her best surface. First time in the quarters at Wimbledon, but she made a pretty emphatic statement. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, you've talked Sabalenko and her for some time now. Uh, it, oh, could it still happen? It still could happen, couldn't it? Yeah, Sabalenka's still alive. Yeah. Rebakina still alive. You know, Jessica Bagula uh, inside the top four. She's uh, still alive. There's a, there's a two-time Wimbledon champion still alive called Petra Kvitova, who's still mm. playing, you know, a really high level of tennis, who's got good memories of the All England Lawn Tennis Club. So there's a, there's a few around, certainly in the mix in the second week. And... Yeah, I mean, the women's is probably a little bit more unpredictable, no doubt, than the men. Brett Phillips, our guest. Brett, we know there's a war going on. It's sad to see after, and there was a war on court between Azarenka and Svitolina, but um, when you don't shake hands or one won't shake hands after the game, wouldn't it be nice, though, for the... I mean, they're not actually at war doing the fighting. Wouldn't it be nice to just see them shake hands and, and try and mend a few bridges? Yeah, look, it's a bit perplexing, really, um, because... Uh, you know, the, these players, I mean, Azarenka's got nothing to do with what her government and country's doing and everything else. But look, that, that's the decision that uh, Svitolina and the other Ukrainian players made. And all the players know it. They're not going to the net expecting a handshake. Yeah. Uh, Vika look, looked over at Alina and gave her a little sort of thumbs up. Well played, too good. It was a great match, by the way. Two great fighters who went to the wire. But then there was a bit of an uneducated crowd who's booing Azarenka off the court. It's not her decision not to shake no, hands. No. <laughs> she couldn't she couldn't believe it. But yeah, that's just the naivety of um, obviously people who come along to sport who just boo for the sake of booing. Yeah, why is that happening? That's sort of happening in, in the AFL. It's happening a lot of places now, isn't it? I, I can't remember. I, I mean, if, Cricket, if, so, yeah, AFL. Yeah, <laughs> if, something, if something happened that was against the rules, there was booing. But now it seems to mm. be booing just Personality for... Personality. Yeah, booing sake. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It was uh, yeah, a bit unfortunate to the end of what was a great match uh, last night. Shane, there had to be a loser, but uh, Svitolina's, uh, I mean, she's the story of the last two Grand Slams. Yeah, having given birth, coming back, quarterfinals at the French, now Wimbledon. To think Australian Open next year, we're going to have uh, Osaka back from giving birth, Angelique Kerber, Caroline Wozniacki's coming back with a wild card to the US Open, so... The mums are uh, they're doing okay. And Ash Barty won't you, though. She's, she's only brand no. new. No. Hey, can I just say, I remember talking to you during the Australian Open or talking about it. Remember they started to complain about the tennis balls? Do, do you remember that? Over mm. the, and, mm. but not, a, not a word. The balls go yeah. okay here. I haven't heard anyone say anything about the balls. No, it's about the only time of the year we pull out the Schlesinger tennis balls for the grass. Uh, no, not really. No, everything everything's... Uh, been okay in that area. The courts, um, the, the, the Wimbledon courts, probably as the years have gone on, have played a little, um, a little slower than maybe a couple of the other uh, grass courts in other parts of uh, Europe. But yeah, you get into the technicalities of the grass uh, there. But generally speaking, um, yeah, I think every player loves playing on that surface. Now I did watch this for a little bit. Sitchi Pass, one of my favourites. I'm sort of half barracking for him in, in, in a lighter way because I, I love the way he plays and goes about it. And, I mean, he's still in the hunt, yep. isn't he? He's, he's not a dud, is he? Okay. He's not no. a dud. Oh, no. No. No, well, he, he's, he's close. Um, and he plays, a, you're right, he plays a great game. It's all court. You know, he loves mm. to volley. He's dynamic. He's not sitting back on the baseline. He plays sort of, you know, so many different types of shots. He's got a young American, Chris Eubanks, who saw off the last remaining Aussie, Chris O'Connell, on the weekend. This guy has gone from 120-odd to 40-odd. He's uh, <laughs> There's not much meat on the bones, but... He uh, he was serving thunderbolts on the weekend, so he could take it certainly right up to Sitsi Pass. But 
Yeah, we'd love to see him probably go deep and, and win one. He's been knocking on the door yeah. and got close. But uh, above the shoulders is always the query with Stefanos if he can get it done. <laughs> Brett, is the one hand and backhand almost dead? We know Federer has won it. Rorinka has, has won with a one hand, a beautiful backhand. Sitsi Pass has got the one hander, but seems to be the guys control a bit more with a with the two hand and, and the women in particular. Yeah, I think the, the coaches uh, there's not many coaches out there I think who who teach the single hander. They they probably prefer you to, to go to a bit more safety with the <laughs> uh, the double hander and just uh, you know, use it as a, a shot to stay in points and then let your forehand. Uh, go to work, but instinctively it just comes to some players, obviously at a young age, and they stick with it, and it, it is a delight. Obviously, it's a, just a aesthetically the most beautiful shot to watch in the business. But uh, yeah, uh, without sort of going through the whole playing field, you feel like it's getting a little less. Can I I'll just say, David? I know you played a lot more tennis than me, but I was a, I was a one handed backhand. That's probably why I didn't make it to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, it look it looks good, but I think I think with Brett, you're right. The safety comes first. You cannot break down Djokovic's backhand. It's the best I've ever seen. He never oh, loses the point. Hey, Brett, thanks no. for that again. Um, look, it's shaping up. I uh, hope our careers and can get through and um, and Novak. I love Novak. I know a lot of people sort of uh, they sort of mistrust or misplace some of his comments, but he's just been outstanding. Clearly, now the best in the world. Thanks, Brett. Pleasure, guys.